I'm Adrian Schneer, Advancement Coach and Strategist, Lawyer and Professor, and you're listening to the Advancement Spot Podcast, the podcast all about academic and professional skills, strategy, and mindset to help you make big moves to achieve a life beyond your wildest dreams. If you're looking to accomplish more and take your next steps with supportive and experience-informed strategies, look no further. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Advancement Spot Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Schneer, and I'm so excited that you have joined me here today, have taken time out of your busy day to spend some here with me. I'm bringing you another conversation that we have had in our coaching calls with the Success Society. And this conversation is a really important one that I think so many of us, if not all of us, ask ourselves regularly. And that question is how to decide between opportunities. And I'm going to give you two examples that came up in our coaching calls, not only for the Success Society, but also in Mastering Academic Applications from Scratch to Submission, where we meet every Wednesday, we meet for the Success Society every Tuesday. And if you haven't seen how much fun those calls are, go check out our Instagram page because there are photos of all of us just honestly having a blast. It is the most special time in the week and we all just love coming together during those times. So come see what it's like over on Instagram at Apply Yourself Global and send me a DM when you're there. Say hi, let me know you're there. And two conversations that have come up in the last actual like week have been two of our members who have had to make really tough choices about opportunities. One was one of our members has gotten into more than one, has gotten into two of their dream schools, their dream programs, a master of medical anthropology at U of T and a master of public health at the Dalla School of Public Health at U of T. Both amazing, amazing programs. And they don't know, or they didn't know which program to pick. So that was conversation number one. Conversation number two was one of our members had a great job. They were they were also offered another job with more than a 10% raise, with a promotion in title, with more responsibility. This is the role that they'd been asking for. And then all of a sudden, they have a choice to make. Do they want to stay or do they want to go? So In different ways, these members of our community had the same choice to make. They had two really good choices, but they could only pick one. And both of them would lead to different trajectories, right? If they stayed in the job that they had, they wouldn't be exposed to more opportunity, but they were really excelling at their job. I think that in this case, they probably had hit a ceiling with how much they could excel in that role, given the team and the environment in the office. And the member who had gotten into two of her dream schools, and by the way, she's not the only one. This is just one of them that I'm referring to because of our conversation. We also had another member get into Queens for their master's of public administration and U of T, the Monk School for their master's in global health. We had clients getting into multiple law schools, Osgood, U of T, Western, UBC, and Allard. I mean, you name it, our clients are getting there and they're having to make really, really tough choices. And that's a great place to be. And it's also a stressful place to be once you're there because you want to be making the right choice for you. So we ended up talking about having this conversation about whether and which program would be right for them at this time. 
they wanted both of the programs. They applied to both of the programs and they were really struggling with the idea of turning one of them down, of turning one of the offers of admission down. And similarly, the other member who was talking about their job search, their successful job search was wondering, you know, what do I do? Do I stay in this job or do I move to this other opportunity? And so we ask a few questions when we are trying to figure out which opportunity is right for us. And this is sort of my favorite question to ask in this context. When we're making a really tough decision, so first, before I actually get there, maybe I'll like leave that on a cliffhanger for a second. And I'm going to go through a few of the more sort of obvious things to review before you make a decision. And then I'm going to sort of end off with my like ultimate recommendation to them, which I, which I actually really, really loved. So, and so did they, by the way. So number one, when you're deciding between opportunities, these sort of more sort of obvious things to, to look at are things like job description and responsibilities of the role and whether they actually align with what you want. Do you want to do this job? Are there opportunities here that you're excited about? And do the responsibilities that you will be offered or required to take on as part of your role, do those align with the job description? And so often what we see is a job description that's pretty poorly written. Now, that wasn't the case in, in this case. But sometimes what we see is a very poorly written job description. And then once you get into the job, you realize, oh, this isn't, this isn't what was like, this wasn't what was advertised that the job would be. And so the one thing that you want to look at is, does the job description or will the job description match the responsibilities in the role? Because you don't want that disconnect. You don't want to leave a job where you, you know, you know what your responsibilities are. You're doing them well for a job that all of a sudden you've been, you know, advertised that this is what they're looking for. And then actually they're doing something else and they're requiring something else of you. So you want to make sure that the responsibilities align with the job description. That's number one. Number two, you want to make sure that the other employees and the other staff are happy. If you get a sense that they're not happy, the environment may not be the best. It may be a little toxic. I'll give you an example. In one of my interviews, I was interviewing at law firms before I opened my own. And I... I've told this story here before on, I I believe it was the interviews, good and bad episode. So we'll link to that in the show notes. I went for an interview at this big downtown firm and I got the job, but I walked in, it was like seven o'clock in the morning and I was interviewing for an associate position. It was a big, really well-respected firm downtown Toronto here. And I walked in at seven o'clock in the morning and there were staff who had done the night shift walking around this like gorgeous foyer in their fuzzy slippers. Now that's not the part that I'm concerned about because, you know, they were there all night. So like do what you need to do. And, you know, wearing, you know, I just remember, I'm just painting a picture for you, like wearing these fuzzy slippers and walking around the foyer and with a blanket over them. I mean, they were really there all night. And I walked in at seven in the morning and the staff is just like ripping into each other, like hurling, swearing at each other. And just angry at seven o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh my God, I'm here for an interview. Like what is going on? They didn't even notice I was there. I did, they didn't even notice I was there in this gorgeous foyer of this well-respected law firm. They were screaming at each other. And 
like, okay, so obviously there's something like off with like the office culture here. So that's like red flag number one. And I'm not going to go into my interview. If you want my interview story, that is in the good and bad interviews podcast episode that we'll link to in the show notes. But the point here is like, take a, take a, you know, clue from what's going on in the office itself. If you go, for example, it's hard on Zoom, you know, if you have a Zoom interview, but if you can try to go to an office, if there's a physical office, try to go in person and ask for tour, ask for a tour of the office. Even if you're working remotely or hybrid, go in and ask for a tour and like, just listen to what's going on. You don't like it. The tour is honestly, it's much less about the space itself because the space itself, you know, like I've worked, you know, you've worked, you know, you could work anywhere really. And this space, sure. Like if you have a beautiful office, that's nicer, but it's all about the people and it's about the work and it's about the fulfillment. So the, the space is one thing, but the people are really, really another. And so when you're going and you are, you're going for a tour of the office, even so if you go on site for your interview, ask, you know, Hey, could I just look around? Could you show me around? You know, where will, you know, if you're working on site, where would my office be? Where would, and that does matter where your office would be. Like, do you have an office like internally in the building where there's like no windows or do you have windows? And this came up with one of our members as well. They wanted to know whether they would be working in a window office. And I think that's a completely legitimate question because you don't want to feel like you're working in a dungeon. And it has significant implications for our mental health if we're working somewhere without windows. So I think that it's actually really important that we know where we're working and what our workspace is, but I digress. So anyway, the point is walk around. I mean, like obviously not uninvited, but ask, you know, hey, can you show me around the space? And just listen, just listen, look at people's eyes, like really like try and look at what people are doing. And people might be on like their best behavior because they're the visitor in the office and fair enough, but really you want to be in an office where everybody is the same, no matter if you're a visitor or you're there. If everybody's like hush, hush, and it's really quiet, chances are like, I don't know, there might be something going on if you know it's a little bit, and it obviously depends on the kind of office, but if people are sort of just like operating in the course of business, it doesn't really matter if you're there or not. That's like the best case scenario that they just keep doing what they're doing, no matter if you're there or not. And it's business as usual. That's best case scenario that they don't feel like they have to hide anything, that they don't feel like they have to be on their best behavior for this new person in the office. So what you want to assess when you're walking around is your comfort level, their comfort level. And how you actually feel like around these people in this energy. I think that that's important too. So happiness of other staff is a really important indicator of how happy you will be there. So that's important. You can also look at things like turnover. If there's really high turnover at an office, that may be a red flag. So, you know, ask, you know, depending on the opportunity, you may ask around, you may, you may, you know, get into conversation with people, you know, who work there, maybe off the record. And you might be able to ask questions like, Hey, so, you know, how long do people usually stay in these roles? Right. Is there, is there, does there tend to be a lot of turnover here? And depending on the context, that could be a very fair question. So I'll leave that. I'll leave that with you. And if you have questions about that, send me an email. Team dynamic. How does the team interact with each other? And this is a point that stems from the others, but team dynamic is really important. Does the office have an authoritative style or does it have a collaborative style? 
And what I mean by that is, are you being dictated to in your role or are you treated like you're part of the team? And in my opinion, it's important that you're treated as part of the team. It's important that your opinion is asked and that you're not just barked instructions. And if you're in any way within this realm of our community here, whether you listen to the podcast episodes, whether you're a client, whether you downloaded our free resources, whether you've attended a workshop, whether you're you know, one of my VIPs, one of the really important things that we know here is that we are all here for our advancement. And typically we don't advance in offices or workspaces that are authoritative and dictator-like. And so we do look for more collaborative workspaces, more collaborative offices, more collaborative opportunities where you can actually grow and you can grow as part of a team. And that's really important. And the another point stemming from that, this would be the fourth point, is, is the team supportive? Do staff support each other or is it really cutthroat? Are staff hiding things from each other or are they helping each other, giving each other all the opportunity in the world for each other to be successful? So that's another important point. And then you want to ask yourself, how will I grow here? And will I thrive here? Is there room for growth here? And depending again on the circumstance, that may be a fair question in an interview. You know, if you're asked, which you usually are at the end of an interview, do you have any questions for us? You might decide to ask, you know, is there, is there room for growth here? Right? Are there, is there room for promotion here? Is there room for collaboration here? Is there room for all of that? If you're interested in mentorship, ask about that. What are, you know, the opportunities for mentorship? Do you guys have an open door policy? Like what is the, what is the dynamic here on a daily basis? And that I think is a fair question. It's a fair question. And when people are applying to either of my companies, either Apply Yourself or my law firm, Schneer McKenzie Law and Policy Consulting, when people are applying for jobs with me, I tell them straight up, I have an open door policy. If you have questions, if you need answers, you come to me when you need them. When you need them, I will never be mad that you asked a question. And I recorded another podcast episode on the importance of asking questions. So we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Finally, finally, the question that is my favorite to ask somebody who is making a decision between two really good choices, and they really honestly don't know in their gut which one they should pick. What I tell them to do, what I help them to do, what I suggest that they do, what I advise that they do is use one of our visualization exercises. And if you're part of this community, you know how important that is for our mindset. We'll link to show notes in the show notes to our podcast episodes on mindset, on the reticular activating system and how our brains are actually rewired. And there's neurological evidence, scientific evidence that this is true. And then visualization does have an incredibly important influence and impact on our on our trajectory on our advancement. So take a listen to those episodes if you're interested in that. But one of the questions that I asked one of our members to do was think about not the opportunities. Don't think about your programs. Don't think about those jobs. Think about yourself in five years and all else being the same. Like don't think about anything else. Don't think about anything or anyone else. Don't think about anything that's happened in those five years. Don't think about whether you took that job or not, whether you accepted this program or that program. Beyond that choice in five years, what do you see yourself doing? And then work backwards to understand how you got there. 
And in five years, now I'm talking in five years as the highest, most elevated version of yourself in five years, having made all of the right choices, having made all of the the most thoughtful choices in five years, after having made all of those really important, good, reflected, intentional, meaningful choices, in five years, what are you doing? And as you get clarity on that, then you work backwards and you ask yourself, how could I have got, was it this program or that program? Was it this job or that job? And this takes practice. This takes being really aware of your advancement, of your goals, of what you want. And we get really deep and really clear about that here. And that is why our clients see such amazing success. And so I cannot wait. If you're the member, one of these two members who we asked these questions to, then I'm looking forward to hearing your responses next week. And because you know they're going to come back with an update on what choice they made and how they made it. And we love to unpack how we made choices here to make sure that they were the right ones and to make sure that they feel good about them. And maybe they hadn't yet made a choice. And so then we'll continue to unpack their thought process, their decision-making process. So number one, job descriptions and responsibilities. Number two, happiness of other employees. Number three, team dynamic. How is the team functioning in an authoritative or dictator-like way or as a collaborative growing team? Is the team supportive? Will you thrive here? Can you grow here? And all else you know, being sort of just forgotten for the moment in five years as your highest, most elevated version of yourself, what are you doing and how did you get there? So if this resonated with you, send me an email, adrian at applyyourselfglobal. Link is in the show notes or follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram anyway, where we have a lot of fun over there. I take you with me through my days and, and you get to see all of the amazing wins our clients are having. And we showcase our clients all the time. We're so proud of them. So join us on Instagram at applyyourselfglobal and send me a DM there. Let me know that you're there. And we will see you next week. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Advancement Spot podcast. If you heard something today that helped you get one step closer to achieving the amazing life you want, and you'd like to learn more about working with me, I'd love to hop on a call with you to see how we can help you. So follow me on Instagram at applyyourselfglobal and send me an email at hello at applyyourselfglobal.com. I'd love to hear from you. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode, leave this episode a review, and share this episode with somebody you think needs a boost of inspiration and actionable tools to help them succeed. Thanks for joining me and see you next week.